Days. Tan Talk. Entertaining and informative radio for the Sunshine State. Hey listeners, this is Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars. We all love to eat. Well, I would like to tell you about my friends at the Rib Shack Barbecue on West Bay Drive in downtown Largo. Their menu offers family-sized takeout dinners like delicious ribs, chicken, beef, and pork, or sit-down barbecue dinners, sandwiches, and even desserts. They will also cater your party. Everything is barbecued fresh using real oak for that great smoky flavor. So visit my friends Corey, Jed, and Kurt at the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 600 West Bay Drive, or call them for a takeout order at 727-501-9090. That's 727-501-9090. They truly have the best smoking barbecue in town. Oh, and be sure and check out their great barbecue sauce. That's the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 727-501-9090. I'm telling Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars sent you. This is Robert from Nostalgic Video and Cars, here to tell you about Bellador's Pizza and Pasta, where the food is fresh, the sauce homemade, and the price is fantastic. They offer Chicago-style stuffed crust pizza, New York-style pizza, calzones, strombolis, pasta entrees, beer wine, and great desserts. They even make their bread fresh daily. Hey, they offer catering, and any order over 10 bucks, free delivery. So give them a call at 727-581-5000. Place your order now. They're located at 131 Clearwater Largo Road near downtown Largo. Or visit their website, belladorspizza.com. And so we were three, three reavers hightailing it for Memphis. Oh, reavers. That's an old-fashioned word for my childhood. In plain English, I'm afraid it meant thieves. Chick, 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 He's that son of a bitch that takes a team and works his place like a patch to keep it muddy. Last year, he charged me $2 to pull out my wagon. $2? That sure beats cotton. He ain't gonna get me this time. This here is an 18-horsepower automobile under us. Somebody give me some help here. Well, don't look at me, because I don't know how to help. I ain't learned that much about automobiles yet. Get out. I'll just be in your way. I'll sit up here with Lucius so you'll have plenty of room. You wanted a trip? You got one. Now, get out. Let Lucius get out. He's younger than me. He's got a steer. I'll stay if that's all you want. Jump out, boy, and help Mr. Boone. Lucius, sit where you are. I'm going over there and get one of those poles, and when I come back, I ain't gonna stick it under the car. This water's got dirty, and there's one thing I hate. It's dirt between my naked toes. Well, that's because your circulation ain't roused up yet. Don't worry, brighty eyes. It will be. All right, now jam her into the axle. Lucius? When she bites, just take her on through. One, two, three! Now. 
Tune in to Nostalgic Radio and Cars, running your computers in Google, Tantalk1340.com, and you can see us live here in the studios in sparkling downtown Clearwater. Uh, well, you know what? Merry Christmas to everybody, and Happy New Year. Tomorrow's Happy New Year. Bobby, how you doing tonight? I'm doing good. Happy New Year to you. You're doing good, huh? <laughs> <laughs> what do you got? Little, got a little, uh, little, little specials uh, in tune, for, lined up for us Dewey? tonight? Dewey? Quiet, numbskulls. I'm broadcasting. <laughs> okay. That's about it so far. <laughs> That's about it so far. Okay, well, I know you're going to work your magic tonight. But anyway, hey, uh, don't forget to check out our website, GulfstreamMotorsports.com. If you've missed any of our past shows, you can uh, visit our website, GulfstreamMotorsports.com, and uh, visit our Nostalgic Radio and Cars podcast. Don't forget to like us on Facebook, Nostalgic Radio and Cars, and Gulfstream Motorsports. Now, this... <laughs> Show me the money, right? Um, today is the day before the end of the year. Wow. This year has gone by very, very quick. But, 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 next year. Hey, but wait, there's more. Next year. Next year is starting off very, very, very exciting. Okay? The... Yay! Okay, because uh, next year uh, is, within a couple of weeks now, is Scottsdale Collector Car Week. Okay, that is exciting. Actually, I think this weekend is something kind of interesting. I didn't even know it was uh, taking place, and it's down in uh, West Palm Beach area. It's called, Bobby, what's it called? The Supercar Week or something like that? Is that what it's called? Yes, I'm going to look that up right here. Yeah, and it's a week-long event, and it's very similar to what we do with Festivals of Speed, uh, which is usually just a weekend, but this thing's like an all-week-long event. So the cool part about it is, and of course, I'm sure all of my listeners know, I'm a huge race fan, former club racer, you know, burn em up tire kind of guy, and and um, they're having an event over at the uh, Palm Beach International Raceway. Okay, so I think they've got drag racing, road racing, and uh, a little this and a little that. Plus, they got test rides. So we are going to figure out how a way to get that incorporated into some of our future events, our Festival of Speed events. And, of course, the next Festival of Speed event that takes place is uh, March, no, excuse me, January, the end of the month. I think it's January 29th or 30th uh, down in Miami, and it takes place at the Museum Park. 
Uh, be sure and Google Festivals of Speed. If you Google our website, also GulfstreamMotorsports.com, there's a uh, some information there on how to get to it and get all the uh, the scoop on where you need to be. I think the host hotel is the Epic Hotel. It's right down there on Miami Beach. Miami, from what I told, I haven't been there in a number of years. I used to go down on a regular basis just to go to the uh, Miami Boat Show and uh, visit some friends of mine down there. I have a lot of customers down there in the uh, um, West Palm Beach, uh, Jupiter area that uh, deal in classic and antique cars and stuff like that. And once in a while, I get down to Miami. And from what I'm told, and I haven't been there, like I said, in 20 years, it is absolutely incredible as far as um, the development that's taking place down there, uh, the revitalization uh, that hold Miami and Miami beach has gone through so i'm kind of looking forward to that myself spent a couple days down there and kind of nose around see what's going on of course you know me i'll probably be in somebody's body shop or repair shop or in somebody's parts bin somewhere so i'm gonna miss all the cool stuff but i will be down deep and greasy with some cool little parts in my hands anyway um all right so that's the end of the month and then of course our next event will be the first weekend in march at st petersburg it will be the festivals of speed event that'll take place at the vinoy park and then the following week is the event that we're really looking forward to, and that's Amelia Island. And not only the Festivals of Speed event that'll take place on the 14th, which is a Saturday, at the Omni Plantation Resort, but it will also be the second year for our amazing and incredible upcoming auction, the Amelia Island Select Auction. Yes, thank you, Bobby. And the new special auto retro all Porsche cars only auction. And I'm really, really excited about that. Yes, I'm a Porsche guy, but I'm also a muscle car guy. So we got some really cool muscle cars there too, okay? And I'll I'll digress to that. We have, I think, one of the few known remaining unmolested, undestroyed uh, surviving L88-69, 1969 L88 Corvette Roadsters. Very rare car. We have an L89 convertible Camaro, 69 Camaro coming. We have a very rare four-speed, in fact, these other two cars were four-speeds as well, a very rare four-speed 69 Buick GS 400 convertible coming. That's a very rare car, particularly with a four-speed and a Ram Air car and a Stage 1 on top of that. And we have, of course, one of my favorites, the Holy Grail of Mustangs, a 1969 Boss 429. So visit the website, hollywoodwheels.com, and there's a very, very good listing. Actually, it's only a partial. We're saving the best for last of some really cool cars that we are going to feature at that particular auction. Not to mention cool Porsches, pre-A 356s, A356s, B356s, C356s, early 911s, late 911s, really, really cool cars. And, um, of course, next week, like I said, well, actually not next week, in two weeks, three weeks, starting in two weeks, three weeks, less than three weeks away, is Scottsdale Collector Car Week. Probably the one event that everybody needs to go to. You, I cannot describe what it's like in Scottsdale. You've got six auctions going on. You've got... Bear Jackson, obviously. You've got uh, Russo and Steele. You've got Goodings. You've got Bonhams. You've got Silvers, and you've got RMs. Okay, but, but, next year, there's going to be a seventh auction, and it's going to be Amelia Islands. Well, I shouldn't say Amelia Island Select. It's going to be Hollywood Wheels. We are going to put on an auction. But this year, on the 14th, at the Montalusia Resort and Spa, which is uh, located in Paradise Valley, we will be doing an all-Porsche open house event from 10 to 6. So that's going to be pretty cool. So we're going to have Porsches coming and going. We're going to have Porsches on display. The, the dealership's going to bring over some really cool cars. With a little bit of luck, maybe we can persuade somebody to bring one of the new 918 hybrid Porsches, which would be really incredible. I've, I've seen a few of those. I've never seen one on the road, but I have seen them in the dealerships. And that is a pretty amazing car. Naturally, it's only a mere million dollars. You know, gives the, uh, the, <laughs> the McLaren P1 a run for its money, I'm sure. But it's state-of-the-art technology. Um, you know, In fact, I was reading today on one of the uh, sites that uh, BMW's coming out with not only, not only an i8, but they got an i9 out now that really looks like something that's out of the future. Just incredible cars. So, uh, But uh, we're going to go and flip something on the turntable here for a little bit, and then we're going to come back with a couple commercials, and I want to tell you a little bit more about what's going on. And then we have a very special treat for you tonight. We have a very well-known automotive guest coming on this evening. So don't go away. You're tuned into Nostalgic Video and Cars. Here's an oldie but a goodie. This band, some British, kind of a rock and blues band, Savoy Brown, one of my favorites out of the 70s. You know me, I'm a kind of psychedelic uh, music freak. And uh, this song is called Hell Train Bound. Right, Bobby? 
pretty cool song. It's a very long song. It's actually nine minutes and change, but we're going to play a little snippet of it. It's okay. actually Hellbound Train, but uh, close enough. I Hellbound Train. See, uh, you know what? <laughs> hey, thanks, Bobby. Hey, don't forget, you're tuning into Nostalgic Radio Cars. We will be right back. Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars. We all love to eat. Well, I would like to tell you about my friends at the Rib Shack Barbecue on West Bay Drive in downtown Largo. Their menu offers family-sized takeout dinners like delicious ribs, chicken, beef, and pork, or sit-down barbecue dinners, sandwiches, and even desserts. They will also cater your party. Everything is barbecued fresh using real oak for that great smoky flavor. So visit my friends, Corey, Jed, and Kurt at the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 600 West Bay Drive, or call them for a takeout order at 727-501-9090. That's 727-501-9090. They truly have the best smoking barbecue in town. Oh, and be sure and check out their great barbecue sauce. That's the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 727-501-9090. I'm telling Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars sent you. This is Robert from Nostalgic Video and Cars, here to tell you about Bellador's Pizza and Pasta, where the food is fresh, the sauce homemade, and the price is fantastic. They offer Chicago-style stuffed crust pizza, New York-style pizza, calzones, strombolis, pasta entrees, beer wine, and great desserts. They even make their bread fresh daily. Hey, they offer catering, and any order over 10 bucks, free delivery. So give them a call at 727-581-5000. Place your order now. They're located at 131 Clearwater Lager Road near downtown Largo. Or visit their website, belladorspizza.com. Hey, I'm Steve Mignotti from Barrett-Jackson on Speed, and you're listening to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. 
Okay, we're back, and you are tuned into Nostalgia Radio and Cars. Thank you, Steve Mignante, and he will be on TV at Barrett Jackson Live. Uh, you know what's really cool about this kind of cool little music that we play every once in a while, and what's really cool is my son gets into it. Right, Bobby? You dig that kind of stuff, don't you? You bet. Okay, well, anyway, hey, um, back to you, Scottsdale. Okay, here's what happens. On the 10th is the second um, Arizona Concourse, the second year for it. They did an amazing job over there. Um, last year, and it's only, it's really intimate. It's like uh, at the Bellevue Biltmore Hotel, and it's, uh, you know, 75, 80 cars, some of the finest cars that you can possibly find on the planet, and it's just a really neat setting. It's not overcrowded. You're not inundated with people and too many cars, and it's not overwhelming. It's just a very, very, very nice setting. They've done a spectacular job doing that. Monday night is the uh, grand opening, or I shouldn't say grand opening, but it's the kind of, um, the Bear Jackson Gala, you know, where they have the big party and everybody shows up and it's kind of an invite thing. <laughs> well, they'll be drinking beer. That's no question about that, right, Bubba J? But at any rate, uh, so that's the big party. They usually have a live band that shows up. Last year they had, uh, um, who's the guy from Michaels? What was his name? Um, from which band is it? I'm trying to think now. Ah, I should know. Motley, no, not Motley. It was uh, one of the other guys. Uh, oh, there you go. That's a hint. Poison, the other hair band out of the eight. Uh, yeah, there's Brett Michaels in his band. Um, but anyway, so he was there last year, and uh, he, he brought his band, and it was absolutely spectacular. Tuesday is the kickoff uh, Bear Jackson auction. Okay, that's when it starts. Wednesday is when we do our special event at the Montalucia. It's the all-Porsche open house event, Okay. Be sure and check out our website, CallStreetMotorsports.com. There's information there. Also, Hollywood Wheels. Also, Wednesday evening is the Russo and Steel Gala kickoff party, okay, which is an invite only, and everybody shows up there, all the who's who and stuff like that, and they've got some really cool cars on display and music. And These are all charity events, these evening events, by the way. And then uh, Thursday, basically, they have the uh, uh, viewing for, for RM's cars, RM auction, and for Gooding. And Silvers is also going on. And uh, Russo starts their auction on Thursday. Bonhams has their auction Thursday afternoon. Friday is their event when they start their auction, which is a two-day deal. So they split their cars. So they do cars on sat on Friday and on Saturday. And then Friday night is RM. And uh, also on Saturday night is the obviously Friday and Saturday and Sunday. Oh, actually, from Tuesday through Saturday, Sunday is you know the Bear Jackson things going on. Russo is to is Thursday or went yeah Thursday through sat Sunday, and they're going head to head. And you know there's probably going to be close to three thousand cars between all the auctions. Now Silver's auction I think is Sat Friday and Saturday. I think is what theirs is, and theirs is probably the hardest one to get to because it's about an hour. 45 minutes to an hour south of, or west, no, east of uh, Scottsdale, or Phoenix, rather, and it's at the Indian Reservation. But they got some pretty cool cars, and that's where the sleepers are, because it's so far away, and they got some pretty cool stuff, and good old American iron, and some foreign stuff, and that's where the buys are. Like last year, I think it was, or the year before, I think it was last year, guy had a 1940 Ford Coupe, really cool piece, and... Um, you know, 25000 bucks, and it had a kind of vintage, it was kind of nostalgic, 60s, 70s style car. It was really cool, but uh, it was a neat piece. But anyway, back to uh, Scottsdale, there's just a ton of stuff going on. And then, of course, Friday night or Saturday night is the big car show, which it's all day Saturday, is and it's at the Pavilion, and that's the big um, shopping center there. And no doubt in my mind, there's easily a 1,000 cars that come and go. It's just absolutely incredible. So you factor in a 1,000 cars there and the 3,000 at the auction and whatever else is running around Scottsdale and Phoenix and the whole area there. It's just, it's just an amazing amount of cars. And not only while that's going on there, but here in Kissimmee, Meekum starts. So it, And there's another 3,000 cars. So it's a ton of stuff. But I was just looking at the website here, and I noticed that uh, this is something I never noticed before. It says Phoenix Car Swap Meet. So it's car show, hot rods, street rods, rat rods, low riders, and more, plus a swap meet. Now, i got to figure out how to get to that, too, because I didn't remember seeing that last year. And you know me, I'm a parts junkie, so uh, I'm probably going to be headed to that. Hey, Bobby, why don't you go ahead and uh, let's go ahead and get our guests on the phone. Let's play a little bit of music here. we got another nostalgic 60s song for you, car-related, of course. And uh, we will be right back. You're tuned into Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Here's a little Beatles for you. Baby, you can drive my car. What you wanted to be. She said, baby, can't you see? 
Hey, we're back, and you're tuned into Nostalgic Radio and Cars, and it's time to introduce our special guest for the evening. Now, this gentleman is a well-known personality in the car world. I mean, he's an author, he's a journalist, he's a broadcaster. He's been to a number of car shows, but probably most of you guys will recognize him as one of the commentators on the Barrett-Jackson auction floor. And I'm delighted to welcome to the show this evening, Matt Stone. Matt, are you there? I am, Robert. How are you? Pretty good. So are you all excited about Scottsdale? Oh, always. Yeah, oh. that's, it's the new year, and the begin, the auction week is kind of the, the beginning of the whole collector car season, for lack of a better term. And it's like, yeah, let's get all this holiday noise and cold weather behind us. It's time to play with cars. Well, now, wait a minute. The cold weather, you guys don't, you're out in California. You don't have any cold weather out there. You know? <laughs> yeah, but, you know, it's, it's, believe it or not, it's California cold out here, and it's raining right now. <laughs> and we, we sit here, it is raining. <laughs> Well, uh, you know what? We got Florida rain here as well. So, at any rate, so what do you got? What's on your agenda? How does your uh, Scottsdale week work for you? Give us an idea. Well, I have a, a bunch of different things uh, going on, and I won't bore you with all the details. But uh, I am, much to my regret and chagrin, not working uh, uh, Bear Jackson shows for the new Velocity broadcast team. Really? Here, which is is disappointing to me. But uh, you know, when uh, when they segue Barrett Jackson from uh, Fox and Speed over to Velocity. Uh, they uh, they decided to, to rebuild and, and remake the team uh, using a couple of my old uh, former teammates and adding in some of the Velocity regulars to add a little Velocity DNA to it. And uh, they just wanted to go with a much smaller team this year. And unfortunately, I did not make that cut. And I'm bummed, but doesn't matter. Um, I support my former teammates, and and the auctions will be just as wonderful. I'll, I'll hit them all. I'll well, spend several days at Barrett Jackson. I will be at RM. I'll be at Goodings. You know, all the usual suspects checking out the cars and and seeing lots of friends and just being a car fool. When I ran into Steve at um, at Steve Mignante at SEMA, so is he, he's going to be there, right? Yes, Steve Mignante is one of the guys that they re up. Okay, and that makes sense because he is such a such a unique personality in that whole scenario and and he has you know unusual knowledge that nobody else has and and really a very much a star in his own right and uh makes sense to me that they would want to keep him okay so like uh, what are you going to be that are you going to be at the arizona concourse i will not be in town early enough to make that no okay. i won't unfortunately i'm disappointed because i know some of the people that put that show on and I heard last year that the debut year was, was quite well done, mm-hmm. and I'd really like to make it, but it is not happening for me this year. I won't get out there soon enough. Okay. Well, I, w- I was there last year for the inaugural event, and uh, I uh, know Bob Golfin a little bit, and uh, and Kevin and those guys, and um, so it was pretty. It was I was pretty pretty impressed with the way they did their event. And what I really like about it is is the uh, it's it's not overwhelming. It's a really really nice intimate event. It's tasteful. It's very 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 nicely done. That's absolutely on purpose. I mean, they, they don't want to make it, honestly, another Pebble Beach or Amelia Island. 
that becomes the, the center of focus for a hundred other events, because so many of those other events are already there. But, yeah, they, they wanted to keep it just a little more reserved, a little, little more under the radar. And, you know, what a beautiful property. How, how could you go wrong? Mm, absolutely. All right, let's talk about Matt Stone a little bit. Matt, where do you come from as far as, you know, you're, you're a car guy. We know about some of the books you've done. We've seen you on TV. You know, you've been a broadcaster. You're, you're a journalist. So give us a little background about, uh, about you. Well, I am uh, born and raised in Southern California. And like so many of us, you know, my dad was a car guy and, and a hot rodder and had hopped up flatheads and all that. In the, in the 50s and stuff, and then kind of graduated to sports cars and muscle cars and whatever, and that's what I grew up with. Used to go hang out at Riverside Raceway and go to car shows and go to races and, and, uh, and did all that growing up as a kid, and fortunately, I haven't outgrown it yet. Okay, well, that's a good thing, because I was reading your bio. You went to Cal Poly, so I'm I thinking did. you're either an engineer or something like that, but you, you're, your passion's cars, right? Yeah, I was a business major with a marketing minor and also minor in journalism, and uh, and just one day was putzing along in the in the real estate industry and in commercial real estate, and just decided I'd I'd rather take pictures and write stories about cars. So I quit, and here we are, thirty years later. Well, now you did a little stint there with Motor Trend. Tell us about that. I did fifteen years. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's a long stint. That's a long stint. Okay, yes, I did. I was uh, I was cruising along as a freelancer. Uh huh. And I had done some freelance work for them, and uh, the editor at the time, Van Toon, uh, C. Van Toon, decided he was going to add some more staff. And he says, well, you're freelancing, and you're freelancing for us. He says, why don't we just make it a match? So uh, I went there in November of 1987 and uh, ultimately rose to executive editor and then editor of a new title we launched called Motor Trend Classic. But uh, grand total, I was at Motor Trend for 15 years, and, and most of it was very good. I had a blast there. Well, I imagine you got to see and do some really cool stuff with some really cool car people over the years, right? Oh, yeah. There's no question that, uh, that, that being on that big masthead opened up a lot of doors. And was- indeed, the, the places I went, the cars that I drove, and the people I interacted with, I mean, that's what makes this business so absolutely special. And, and it was all of that. It was everything you just said. Can you, you know, from, from, from your perspective, being a true car guy and having the opportunity, I mean, it, it truly is like a kid in a candy store. I mean, can you ever get enough? I sure haven't. Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> that answers that. Not, not at all. I keep eating. I keep eating and I never get full. Okay. Now, tell us a little bit about one of the more memorable um escapades you had let's just say with a car car deal you know and 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 we can talk about a, a, a person a car uh, a place a manufacturer you know just you know give us give us a couple stories people love stories all, all of that all of that i mean I, i'll never ever ever forget the first time that i got to drive on the ferrari fiorano test track which is ferrari's official test track right next to the factory in italy and that's where the Formula One team tests their cars. And just being out on that track was like walking hallowed ground. Let me mm. tell you. I mean, driving a Ferrari in a racetrack is pretty fun. But, uh, but driving a Fiorano where, where Schumacher tested and, and God knows countless other great, great drivers, Jill Villeneuve, and, and who knows how many other great cars were developed there and great drivers that tested there. And I'm out there driving around on their track. In a new Ferrari. And let me tell you, that's a pinch-me moment. I, uh, <laughs> I, I just stutter a little bit thinking about it. Like, how the hell did I ever do that? Were you able to get it uh, up to speed on those cars? On the oh, track? Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, matter of fact, one of my <laughs> very little small accomplishments in life, one of the things they did that was kind of fun for us is they, they timed us. They have a very, very sophisticated timing in GPS system there. And I'm nobody's race driver, I'm going to tell you. Um, but um, one of the things that they did is they timed our laps, and then they put overlays with various people. In other words, okay, you were driving a Ferrari 360 motor, now let's say, and now we're going to lay your, your times and your overlay over that of Michael Schumacher in the same car. <laughs> and I could see on the track where I was close to his speed 
or I was way far off from his speed. You know, so stuff like that is just a lot of fun. Uh, throughout my time at Motor Trend, I got to know the late and great and one and only Carol Shelby very well. Okay. Spent a lot of time with him, did a lot of stories with him, went driving with him, had a lot of lunches and a few beers, and a lot of fun getting to getting to truly become friends with Carol Shelby, and that is something I hold near and dear to my heart. Same thing with my, my hero of all heroes, and that's Mario Andretti. Oh, really? Got to, oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and there's a lot of great and wonderful people in our business, but that is my number one right there. Um, got to know him over the years, and we did stories together, and we went driving together, and I've gotten to know him a bunch, and, uh, you know, my absolute hero who became my friend. And, uh, and some of the stories we did together at Motor Trend and, and other places since been a lot, a lot of fun. And I, I hold him in the highest of regard. And, you know, I'm not sure I would have gotten to know him as well had we not had so many chances to interact at, at car factories and racetracks and doing stories and everything else. So those are just a couple of stories I'll bore you with. But uh, No, 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 those are great stories. I'm looking at your website, and I see you driving that. Um, in the early 2000s, they were going to build kind of like a retro, modern version of an AC Cobra. Yes. And you're driving that car. What track is that picture taken at? That is at uh, a little half mile here in Irwindale, California. It's the Irwindale Speedway uh-huh. is the name of that place. It's a roundy round. Okay. And uh, they have, a, I think it's a half mile. There might be a, a three-eighths inside of it. But it's primarily a roundy round track for, you know, for junior NASCARs and, and small stock cars and stuff like that. And a wonderful little place about 25 miles east of where I live. And, uh, and we were able to do a, a drive and story with that car and Carroll Shelby that day. And, uh, yeah, I went out and drove it. And then there were times when he drove me in it. Oh, man. Yeah. And and all I can say is, I would not want to be the clutch in that car. Because <laughs> Shelby, at that time, still in his late 70s or early 80s, was doing NASCAR-quality burnouts in that thing. Like, oh, really? Know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Okie doke. Now, so whatever, what's the story on that car? Whatever happened to that car? It was a concept well, car, wasn't it? Yes, it was a concept car uh, built and fully engineered, not just a roller with an electric motor from a golf cart, but a real live, fully engineered car, including a, a special double overhead cam, V10 cylinder engine. It was sort of the modern day Cobra meets Viper by Ford concept car. Mm-hmm. And for one reason or another, Ford just decided not to build it. I think that's because the, the Ford GT was, was right at the door. And okay. they just figured they could only do so many, you know, really expensive, fast, exotic, crazy play things at one time. So this would have been about 2002, 2003 then, right about that time then? Yeah, I'm trying to remember exactly when that photo was taken uh-huh. and when we did that story. But, um, yeah, it was all intermixed about the time the 4GT was, was coming to fruition. And I think they just figured that that was enough of a project. Okay. Now, there was another car that they were working on that looked like a retro version of a Daytona Coupe. So what, yeah. happened, to, what, happened, to, what happened to that car? Well, same story. Uh, it was designed uh, and, and made its debut, I believe, at the Detroit Auto Show mm-hmm. a couple of years after the Roadster. And, uh, and as you said, very evocative of the Daytona Cobra Coupe. And... Um, same chassis and underpinnings as that Cobra Roadster concept, but for one reason or another, Ford decided not to build it. And and depending upon where it's sitting at the moment, it'll either be in Ford's museum or you'll find it at Shelby's headquarters in Gardena, California, or at the uh, the Shelby American uh, Assembly Facility in Las Vegas. That car moves around quite a bit. A beautiful car in person. I never drove it, but I've seen it in person and sat in it and... Uh, I think they could have done it and built it and sold them. But they just decided, for whatever reason, not to. I, I agree with you there. Now, while we're on the subject of these kind of supercars, you know, Chevrolet has the Corvette. Chrysler kind of has, or, yeah, has the Viper. I really feel Ford, and it's not the Mustang, Ford really needs a true sports car, don't you think? Well, I would certainly love to see that, because they've had so many. Mm-hmm. You know, there have been, between all the, uh, the GT40s 
and the Ford GT, and you know why not another high watermark car like that? They have the technology. They're developing a beautiful new 5.2 liter, 500 plus horsepower, naturally aspirated, flat plane crank V8 for the new GT350 that'll be long, be along in a year. And that right there seems to me would be the heart of a magnificent Ford supercar. Hmm. I'd love to see him do it. That makes two of us. Now, are you, can I ask you this, are you a Ford, Chevy, Mopar guy? I know you're going to say you like all of them, but I mean, kind of where's your, where's your allegiance a little bit? Well, I'm, a, I'm an automotive omnivore. In the true, I do eat all meat. Okay. Always like everything that everybody does. But I can, I, I, I treat them all. You know, I, I, I want to know about them all, and I want them to be good, and I'm disappointed when they're not. I guess if it came down to it, I'm probably kind of a Ford guy. But it uh, doesn't mean I'm prejudiced against General Motors or Mopar or, or anything else. I have a Shelby Mustang. I have a Mercedes. I have a 911. I have a, you know, I, I, I have a, a variety of, of candies in the store. Okay. And, and I love them well, now, While we're on the subject about, you mentioned Shelby's. What year's your Shelby? It's a 2008 convertible. Oh, okay. Good-looking car. Thank you. Yeah, it really is. It really is a nice, nice, fun car to drive. It's my old guy muscle car. Mm-hmm. Put that top down and go driving along the coast. And when we travel, a lot of times we'll take it as our travel car because it's got easy to drive and it's got plenty of room in it. And when the sun's out, put that top down and listen to the music. Well, I think the 2005 to 2009 Mustangs are great-looking cars. And, of course, when they did the Shelby, I think they did an excellent job on that as well. Well, I'm agreeing with you, which is why I bought one. Okay. And I do like the nice 2015 car. I think they did a spectacular job in the 2015 Mustang. Oh, wait till you see it in person if you haven't. Oh, I saw it last year at Scottsdale at uh, Barrett-Jackson. They had the blue one there on the showroom. Or on the floor there at the, at the party, but uh, gorgeous car. All right, now oh, yeah. you had uh, you mentioned Porsches, and somewhere on your website, I think you have a black '89 911 coupe, right? You hit it exactly. All right. Well, I'm a Porsche guy too, so having owned numerous 911s over the years and 356s, uh, so we're we're just, you and I are in the same boat. I'm a Shelby guy, Ford guy, and I'm a Porsche guy. So perfect. <laughs> Doesn't get any better than that. No wonder we're talking. Exactly. Now, let me ask you this. When are you going to be in Scottsdale? What day? I will drive into Scottsdale on Tuesday. Super. And then, uh, and then Tuesday afternoon, I will be there to see the first batch of Ron Pratt's collection sell. Okay. And then I have just a bunch of various activities knocking around Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. And then uh, then back, certainly, to Barrett-Jackson on Saturday for... Uh, for the salon collection and the uh, the balance of the Ron Pratt collection, you know, Saturday's always the big day at Bear Jackson, right? And uh, and I will absolutely be there. I'm I'm doing some coverage work for FordRacing.com and uh, visiting a Porsche shop for one of my Porsche magazine clients and really a whole bucket of activities out there. Well, you're my kind of guy. We need to buddy buddy. Now here, I'm going to give you an open invitation because on Wednesday the 14th at the Montalucia, which is right down the road from the Biltmore. Paradise, Paradise Valley, All right, we are doing an all-Porsche open house event from 10 to 6. So drive your 911 and bring the car over there. But even if you don't have your 911, you're still welcome. Well, I would love to come by because I'm busy Wednesday morning, mm-hmm. but free in the afternoon. And when I'm done after lunch, I'd love to come see you and, and see what you got going. Can, okay. You have my email. Can you send me the info on that? Absolutely, I will. Absolutely. Now, here's the, here's the deal. Do you ever get to... I know you're one of the judges at Pebble Beach. Now, do you ever get to Amelia Island in Florida? Oh, yes. I, I am and do and will, and I also judge that show. Do you really? Okay. Uh-huh. Well, now, you're, one of your cohorts, Bob Varsha, who I've seen judge there, he's been on my show a number of times, and uh, kudos to Big, uh, Big Bob. I don't know where he's at right now. I haven't talked to him in a while, but uh, he's a super nice guy. Yeah, Bob and I have become very good friends over the years because, of course, we worked we worked up in that Barrett Jackson Speed booth together, knee to knee, mm-hmm. <laughs> for you know a lot of seasons, uh-huh. and got to be very good friends and shared a lot of stories and, and drank a lot of wine together. And yeah, Bob is the salt of the earth. And for any of you out there that have seen him on Barrett Jackson or covering the sports car races or Formula One, I'm here to tell you, he is absolutely the guy that you see. He's that nice, he's that friendly, he's that clever and smart, 
and a serious car guy and just high-quality dude in every sense. He really is. He truly is. Well, now, here's what we're doing. In Amelia Island this year, the company that I work for part-time is uh, Hollywood Wheels, and we're doing a special all-Porsche-only segment uh, auction sale. And we've got something like 35 cars consigned. So I'd definitely like you to be a part of that, too. Being a Porsche guy, you can relate to these cars. we got pre-A's. we got some 356's, A's. we got some B's. we got some 911's. And we got a bunch of 70s cars showing up and 80s cars. When is that that sale, Rob? That's the 13th. On Friday the 13th is from 3 to 6 at the Omni Plantation Inn, just up the road from the Ritz. Sure. Know where that is. Okay. And uh, so it's the same weekend. It's Amelia Island Week on the 13th and 14th. And, of course, the concourse is on the 15th. So look forward to having you there. Now, your, your sale is right after the Gooding sale, correct? You know what? They're all going to go on simultaneously because, unfortunately, because of the scheduling. Now, this year, Bonhams is going to be there. That's the new auction. It's going to be, well, you know, everybody knows Bonhams, but they're they're the newest uh, auction at on the Amelia Island Island event, you know, the Collective Car Week, that deal. And their auction is Thursday, just like it is in Scottsdale. And then because of the timing, it's really hard to get, to get the dates and everything. So what happened is, is our auction is three. I think Gooding starts at uh, 10 in the morning, 10 or 11, right, on Friday. And his is a two-day event. He does Friday, Saturday. And then okay. RM, RM's is Saturday afternoon. So we are, will be going simultaneously. But the Porsche segment, I believe, is from 3 to 6. That's tentatively how it's scheduled. And then on Saturday, we do the rest of our auction, which is muscle cars, pre-war cars, a lot of mid-50s classics, some hot rods. we got some survivor cars. we got some really cool stuff. So check out the website, hollywoodwheels.com. And there's a whole listing of um, probably... Only a third of the cars that we got consigned because we're going to bring it out in dribbles and dribbles and dribbles and get it ready for uh, you know the the big showdown. Well, I'd love to come out. I'm I'm pretty pretty fully engulfed on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Other activities around there, but but Friday afternoon, Fri- honestly, I think I'm open. Super. And I'm going to try to come by if I am, and I I will check. I promise. Okay, and then on Saturday, the other thing we do at the Omni Plantation is Festivals of Speed. I don't know if you're familiar with that event, but that's kind of a really cool car show. It's kind of a laid-back version of a concourse, really cool cars. You know, we do some limited judging there. I'm one of the judges, by the way, and uh, and I'm also the MC. So uh, look forward to seeing you there, maybe. And that's from 10 to 4 on Saturday. All right, I'll see what my schedule is, but I know I... I I think I'm pretty tied up Saturday, but Friday afternoon could work. I might escape and be able to get down and see the Porsche event a little bit. Okay, well, we're definitely invited to come to that. Now, let's talk okay. about cars. Let's talk a little bit about cars. We've got about uh, six, seven minutes left. Tell us a little bit about your thoughts on the current market and trends. Let's just go with them. Let's go. Let's go with domestic cars because the bulk of our listeners are, you know, American cars, muscle cars, and things of that nature. Okay, fair enough. Uh, I think overall, you know, the, with employment improving okay. a little bit, economy pretty good, better for a lot of people last year. Okay, uh, I'm thinking the car market is, is reasonably healthy with interest remaining, interest rates remaining low, mm-hmm. and more full employment and a little better economy for a lot of people, if not everybody. Uh, car market will end up with very, very good numbers this year, and I think. Um, I think most of the domestic automakers, or I should say the American brand, because domestic and foreign is kind of an outdated set of terms, but the American brand car makers are pretty good shape right now, making good stuff, uh, competing very well with, with entries from all over the world, and, and a lot of great cars. I mean, you know, look at, look at what some of these cars do on unleaded gasoline. They get great performance, phenomenal mileage. They're safe. They're, they're, they have low emissions, and technology in terms of, uh, of alternate energy and all that stuff is continuing to advance. So I'm thinking the car, the car world is a pretty great universe to live in right now. Okay. If you had to pick a classic, you know, American car currently on the market, you know, let's say 50s, 60s, 70s, what do you think uh, people should look at, keep an eye on? I think you should look at and keep an eye on what you love and what you'll drive. Okay, fair statement. Yeah, uh, you know what? I tell everybody, forget about the flavor of the month. Okay. You know, for a while it was Hemi. And then all of a sudden it was GTOs. And then a 442s. And, of course, there's a lot of obvious ones, split-window Corvettes. And we could go through those until we're blue. But my, And I get this question from all over the world, and particularly all over the United States, because 
people know me for all the things that that you said that that I do. And uh, well, what should I buy? You know, where where should I put my money? But put your money and your mouth where your heart is. Buy something you will love and that you will drive. And if that happens to be something weird that not everybody else likes, good for you. And if you want one of the quote-unquote more obvious picks that's popular and you can drive a couple of years and sell on and who knows, maybe make a little money, that's okay too. But buy something you like and that you love and that you'll drive. And buy the best one you can find. Absolutely. Unless you're a very capable auto restorer. Because to buy a, a rusted wreck and park it in the garage and not ever do anything with it is not fun. Hmm. I agree with you there. You wrote a couple books, and um, one of the books that's kind of interesting is the history, History's Greatest Automotive Mysteries, Myth, and Rumors. In a couple minutes, if you had to sum that book up, tell us about that book. Well, it's a, it is kind of a fun project that I did with uh, my co-author, Preston Lerner, mm-hmm. who is a fabulous former newspaper journalist and a terrific writer. The idea was sort of Mythbusters, you know, like television, mm-hmm. like those Mythbuster shows. And uh, we, we made a big list of the urban legends that we've all heard of. You know, that uh, James Jane Mansfield was decapitated, you know, when her car went under a truck. And the James Dean Porsche continued to kill people after it killed James Dean. And, I mean, all these urban legends that we have all heard and told and retold. And we did some reporting on them and either said, yeah, that happened, or called BS. That <laughs> okay, you interesting. Know, and that's the idea. And that's a really fun book for, for people that like urban legend and urban myth kind of stories. And there's a bunch of them in there that you'll recognize and some you probably never heard of. Well, it's kind of like a trivia thing then. Of, of a sort. Yeah, oh, so, okay. Now, you wrote another book on James Garner, and of course, we're all big James Garner fans, and uh, a lot of people don't know how much racing he really was involved in, and in a minute, what can you say about that book? Well, indeed. Uh, I have done what I now call my holy trinity of Hollywood car guy books, they being Steve McQueen, Paul Newman, and now the late and great James Garner, who was a serious car guy, had great cars was a magnificent driver, owned a racing team, drove off-road, raced to Baja, drove, did most of the action driving in the Rockford Files, which we all grew up watching. And uh, what, a, what a fine, fine human being and a great and serious car guy. It's called James Garner's Motoring Life. It's available at Amazon and all those other book places. And if you love James Garner, I encourage any of you to please pick it up. I had a blast putting that book together. Wow, okay. Uh, Matt, we're just about out of time. Real quick, plug your website, and how can people find out about you? Uh, the easiest place is, yeah, please visit my website. It's www.mattstonecars.com. It's a non-commercial site. I'm not, you can't spend money there. I'm not asking for your credit card or anything. Just come take a look and see what I'm doing, and I publish a blog and information on all my books and all other kinds of stuff and personal appearances and whatever else I have going mattstonecars.com. Please visit. Okay. Hey, Matt, thank you very much for coming on the show tonight. I will see you in Scottsdale. In the meantime, I want to thank all my listeners for tuning in to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Be sure and check out our website, GolfstreamMotorsports.com. Don't forget to visit our Facebook, Nostalgic Radio and Cars, Gulfstream Motorsports. If you missed any of our past shows, check out our podcast, Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Hopefully, you guys will get to some of these big, bad car shows that are taking place. In the meantime, everybody stay safe, drive carefully, and love your family. out of school, but there's a fella in there who'll pay you $10 if you sing into his can. Downtown Dave. I'm not here to make a record, you dumb cracker. They broadcast me out on the radio. WTAN, Clearwater, Tampa Bay. WDTF, Dade City, Tampa Bay. WZHR, Zephyr Hills, Tampa Bay. Listen. You dumb cracker.